What is up, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Tea with Tina podcast. Um, and today I wanted to chat with you about something that I think you all will find very helpful. It's all about what Tina Wyland Fitness is about, and that is where to begin with strength training. Okay, um, if you're a totally newbie or maybe you've dabbled in strength training and you just are kind of confused and you have no idea where to start, I'm going to be giving you a few tips. So without further ado, let's dive right in. guys welcome back to the podcast um i if you listened into last week's episode i am no longer um plagued by allergies i still have a little bit of stuffiness deep up in there but like i definitely sounded nasally last week um i won't know if i sound nasally this week (laughs) until i play back this uh, episode but i'm doing pretty good um side note some things going on in the tina wyland fitness realm um over on my facebook group busy women fitness driven i actually just offered um three free fitness audit calls 45 minute phone calls with me um to go over your fitness goals any nutrition questions you may have and it's just your time to kind of like do a q a with me and i give you my knowledge and um so far i think actually all three spots were taken up pretty quickly within a couple hours so that's super cool um can't wait to chat with those ladies and i had our little girls night in chat a couple of the ladies showed up we just had fun we we chatted and played around with the facebook uh messenger rooms or whatever um filters just kind of laughed and chilled out so that was cool um a lot of the girls were at their jobs uh but they work like on-call jobs so it was kind of cool that they just you know hung out um but i did debut my august plank challenge in there and i posted on my instagram story the other day about the august plank challenge so august 1st which is a sunday i basically have this calendar where you have to plank for you know starting 20 seconds then the next day we're near for like 30 seconds then the next day 35 seconds and it kind of progresses and some days it brings you back a little bit so you get that time to recoup And I have some rest days in there too, but if you follow along with the calendar and you plank every day, a little bit each day, um, you can actually build yourself up to three minutes by the end of the month. So if that is something you are interested in, because a plank is actually something, it's hard, but if you keep at it continually, like almost every day, it's something pretty easy to build up. And it's great for your core strength, great for ab strength. So make sure to check that out as well. Fun little challenge. But yeah, um, those would probably be the big things as of right now. Um, So yeah, let's just hop right in. So being new in the strength training world and where the heck do you begin? You know, you walk into the gym, you see these machines that look like they have about 40 different parts on them. How the heck do they work? You see free weights, uh, cable towers, uh, barbell, like the squat and bench rack, all that looks pretty scary, right? Um, so where do you start? Well, let me say there's a couple things. It comes down to, one, ask yourself if you have any restrictions or limitations um, 
like from the doctor. If the doctor told you not to do something, obviously cut that out. If you need help with ideas for a modification, you can always reach out to me or your local trainer at the gym or maybe a friend that you're confident in who is experienced um, with lifting and, you know, get some suggestions there. If you have any injuries, um, if you have any aches and pains that aren't diagnosed or, you know, something feels funky when you're doing something, definitely ask a professional about that. Because a lot of the times there are people um, that I've trained or people who inquire with me. And a lot of the times it could be, you know, tightness in a muscle. Um, it could be from sitting all day. They need to stretch more or I will start them out on um, an easier, lower impact version of a movement until they can work up to the movement that they want to do because if they hop right into a movement with an ache or pain it can actually make it worse so it's always important to consult someone who knows what they're doing (laughs) Um, so you don't hurt yourself further and set yourself back Um, but first and foremost if if you don't want to get any help and you quote unquote want to do this by yourself because I'm a person who is like that too. (laughs) Um, I try to learn everything on my own, right? Um, I would start with machines. The machines are a great place to start. Most gyms offer an equipment orientation if you're totally lost. And a lot of the machines, they have a little QR code on there. You can scan it and it brings up a video of how to do the machine. You know, do your Google research or whatnot. Um, But machines set you up to do the proper movement patterns. You know, once your hand is on the handle or your foot's where it needs to go, your body can only pretty much do that set path of motion. Um, whatever it may be, which is why it's a great place to start or for older people or whatever, uh, because they're pretty safe. The biggest thing is, is you have to make sure your seat height and adjustments are right and your weight's not too heavy. And I mean, I may have described this before, but when you are training with weight, uh, if you're just getting started, however many reps you're doing, um, let's say we're on a scale of one to 10, which a lot of us lifters use the RPE scale or the rate of perceived exertion. Um, For muscle growth and and strength training, you want to be at probably a seven to nine. If you're more experienced, I would say if you're just getting started, you'd probably want to be closer to a six or seven. So you want to feel a good burn, a good struggle towards the end of how many repetitions you're doing. Um, But you don't want to be dying. (laughs) Um, As you get comfortable, as the weeks go on, I would try to shoot more for that seven to nine range. Um, And it is important to test where your personal strength is is because until you know what you're you're capable of you're not going to be able to fully gauge where a seven or a nine is if you don't know what your 10 out of 10 is um i'll get into that a little bit later because especially when we get into the free weights it doesn't matter so much on the machines but with free weights um you kind of limit your potential if you don't know what your your max that you're able to lift is but a lot of the times you need someone there. It's a mental thing a lot of the time. <laughs> now, as I'm talking, um, you're going to see me circling back a lot to um, an expert or a personal trainer um, for all of this. The reason being is because 
there's a couple different kinds of people. I mean, you may be someone who likes to do a lot of research like me. When I was getting started, I would research. I would follow a lot of um, fitness people on Instagram doing their workouts. And I kind of just learned through reading articles and things like that the proper ways um, to lift and structure workouts and things like that. That's cool if you're that kind of person, if you're kind of like, you know, pretty independent and you can do your own thing. Um, Still, I would say you definitely could benefit from a trainer, obviously. Um, Everybody can benefit from a trainer. I could benefit from a trainer. It's like the accountability aspect and it's having someone on the outside looking in because we are our own worst critics and having someone on the outside um, being able to maybe catch something in form that you didn't see or pushing you further than how you're limiting yourself. I would say those are the big ones. But aside from that, the other people, um, the people who like, okay, we're busy. We like you know, we know fitness is good for us, um, but we're not absolutely in love with fitness like the trainers are. And we just want to go in, get our workout done. Um, we don't have to bother like trying to piece together something. It would be like me as a personal trainer trying to figure out how to do my taxes, which, okay. Everybody should have a basic knowledge of money and things like that. But when the time rolls around, I pay someone to do my taxes. And there are some people out there who do the taxes themselves. They sit down, they do the research. Not for me. I just don't want to wrap my head around it. It confuses the crap out of me. And I, you know, I know the basic stuff, but uh, this is why I pay someone to do it. So I don't mess it up. And I think... Most people probably, I would argue probably 80 to 90% of people probably sit in that boat. They're either too busy, you know, they have kids, you're exhausted, you don't have time to research it, and like I said, it just doesn't interest you. So you, you want to learn, but you don't want to learn that much. And that is where we come in as fitness professionals. So I do strongly recommend, yes, going into the gym maybe getting a little orientation with the trainer, asking him a couple or her a couple questions um, of where to start, it will get you to a certain point. And once you reach that point, um, I truly believe you're going to have to kind of take things a step further, whether that be through like online training by following someone's program or you're going to need more hands-on one-on-one experience because I just see it every day. There are people um, who kind of try to do it on their own and they get set back or they're kind of wasting their time. They're going through the motions of what they quote-unquote should be doing, but they're something's not right, whether the weight, the form, whatever and they're just kind of spinning their wheels um so you will get there a lot faster if you hire a professional so just keep that in mind with strength training cardio cardio is relatively easy um and that's something that you can kind of do on your own even that there is a science of how to do it smarter versus just being on there for like two hours um But just, again, keep that in mind with all this stuff, especially as now I'm going to take this to the free weight area and the barbell area. And this is why even, you know, I'm not saying you have to drop, I don't know, $500, $1,000 on a trainer because I get that. I 
Um, I understand with money, you know, not everybody can afford those things. But like I said, there are affordable options everywhere you look. Like for instance, I gave away that free 45 minute Q&A call. Um, I give a lot of free information on my Facebook group, on my Instagram. Uh, There are month app subscriptions for five dollars ten dollars that give you guided workouts um there are more hands-on ones for 40 to 50 dollars there's ones for 100 200 dollars and you know you got to find where your price range is and what you're willing to pay um and go from there and again this isn't like a sales pitch um I hate, I freaking hate sales. <laughs> um, but no, I I just wanted to more so make you aware of, you know, what it is of hiring a professional and, you know, this is your health, this is your body. And if you get injured, it's not so good. It might cost you a little bit more money than it would have been just to have a trainer. So, okay, so we did our machines and now we're moving on to free weights. So once you're comfortable with the movements of the machines... I always tell people most of the movements you do with the machines can transition into free weights. For instance, um, the bicep curl machine, you can use a dumbbell or a barbell. And why is this different? A couple of reasons. The, The barbell and dumbbell, more so the dumbbell, you now have to create the path of motion. You could swing that dumbbell in whatever direction you want but to be able to control it and fight against gravity um, and you're making the path you're going to be using a lot more muscles now the tiny stabilizer muscles that you weren't necessarily using with the machines now this isn't saying machines are worse or better um, machines have their time and place i think machines are good for beginners and machines are good for isolating certain muscle groups um, because I still include machines in my work. Do I use all of them all the time? No, but they are a part of my workouts. Um, so keep that in mind. But the, the free weights, again, allow you to use a lot more control um, with your muscles. You're going to build your core. You're always using your core with free weight movements. Um, pretty much every move that you do. Um, And like I said, it's going to improve flexibility, range of motion. And it's a little bit harder because you have to control it. So there's a lot more room for error. Um, Our body likes to find the easiest way to do something. So um, even if a person isn't uh, subconsciously or consciously aware of it, I should say, they subconsciously will try to make the movement easier by using other muscle recruitments um, or swinging or, you know, something like that again, something to be aware of. So if you are doing the free weight stuff, make sure that you are watching like a a video tutorial with, you know, an in-depth description to make sure that you're doing everything right. Or you have someone who knows what they're doing in the fitness realm to check your form to make sure you're doing it right. And I'm not saying this to scare you to be like, oh my God, make sure that every second is going to be perfect when you're at the gym. No, I don't want to deter you from that. Um, I just want to make you aware so you don't go, so you can go onto the gym floor with confidence and, you know, lift the weights and be okay with that and be confident. 
Um, so it is good to go in with some sort of knowledge. Even if you have a workout you found out online before you go to the gym, I'm hoping this workout has some sort of demo video. Make sure, review the demo videos. My girls on um, in my challenge and like in my app for the workouts, that's what they do. They'll review the videos one by one and kind of like visualize themselves doing the workout a couple minutes before they go into the gym, whether it be in the car or whatever. And then they're like, okay, so that way I know what I'm doing. And then when the time comes to do the movement, they might check the video again um, just to refresh themselves. But it's good to get anything out of the way so you're not standing there kind of like panicking in your head in the gym <laughs> like as it's happening. So keep that in mind. Uh, so with the free weights, you know, we have the cables, towers, the dumbbells, and I'm going to say the preloaded barbells. Um, preloaded barbells are different from the Olympic bar, the big plain bar that you see people load plates onto. Um, the preloaded ones, they usually, I don't know, they start 20 pounds and they go up to our gym. I think it's 110. Planet Fitness, I believe, was 60 or 80 pounds. So, um, wherever you, you know, wherever you work out, I think a preloaded barbell is a good place to start with, um, getting into some barbell movements that you may see whether it be like a squat or a lunge um, or a deadlift the only thing with that is um, getting the barbell on your back <laughs> um, you have to be able to kind of swing it up press it over your head put it behind um, onto your shoulders which um, when I worked out at Planet Fitness and I used the preloaded barbell I found that a little bit difficult as I was getting stronger and stronger and a couple other things now that I'm talking about the barbell which is one of my ultimate goals is I want to get females comfortable with the barbell because it's amazing and it does so 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 much for you um and being at planet fitness we did not have a free barbell um the smith machine for all my planet fitness goers out there the smith machine um can get the job done but just know with the smith machine uh one the bar's lighter the bar's about 20 pounds on the smith machine and you have that set track of motion so you almost have to alter your body to fit the path like squatting for me was a little bit awkward deadlifting was okay um just different things like that but it, it gets the job done <laughs> so just know that but as a means of kind of like working your way up you know you're not going to walk into the freeway area load the olympic barbell and just start squatting no even my clients when i do one-on-one -on -one training we don't start with that. So if I want someone to get the barbell and maybe they had some lifting before, what we'll do is I'll have them get a kettlebell or you can do a dumbbell if your gym doesn't have kettlebells. Um, and we do a goblet squat where you hold the kettlebell in front and we squat. That gets your squatting pattern down. From there, um, once they work up to a certain weight, because the Olympic barbell is 45 pounds, um, make sure with your gym because they do have different ones but the standard's usually 45 pounds then we get them set up on the barbell um and we start with just the barbell and you know there's a couple other drills that we run to make sure that you know they're doing everything properly and this goes for the big moves squats deadlifts um benching you know we're gonna do a dumbbell chest press before we go straight into the barbell bench press um unless they've had prior experience with that so 
just some things to keep in mind. And again, it it can be a little over your head if you don't even have the knowledge of like what I'm talking about. Some of you people may be like, what the heck is she even talking about? <laughs> um, so again, if that's you, you either might want to read up on some certain things or if you don't have the time, again, reach out to a professional. Um, and again, it doesn't have to be training. I mean, these are perfectly good questions that I'd be happy to ask or answer if someone came up onto the gym floor with me. So that kind of covers the free weights. And again, you still want to use free weights. You still want to use machines to some extent. But next is the barbell. The barbell is probably the final tier, even though in my opinion, it's considered the basic core movement of things i think it's the most challenging um for someone who's not familiar with it because there's a couple things there is a barbell etiquette um there you know the barbell has to be set at a certain height for you um to make sure it fits your body like for instance when we're squatting we don't want to be up on our tiptoes when we reach for the bar, um, but we don't want to be squatting down really far because once you start to get heavier weights on that barbell for a back squat, um, you don't want to hurt yourself. <laughs> Imagine having like 200 pounds on there and trying to go up on your tiptoes to get the bar. Not fun. So, you know, you got to kind of find out where that is. So you got to test that. Um, you have to have your safeties on the little little bars that come out. So if for some reason you were not able to come back up from a squat, you would be able to drop out of it safely. Um, let me think. Is there anything really else? And they're all a little bit different depending if you're benching, deadlifting, squatting, um, overhead pressing, all that fun stuff. And even just taking on the um, plates on and off the plates like uh sometimes when they're really heavy there's like a certain technique to get them on more efficiently and so you don't hurt yourself um and these are all the things that I cover when I go you know with my girls in person and as far as my online people go I've been really thinking about this lately and I am going to be including resources for this obviously if they don't know when they ask me, I will tell them. <laughs> um, but I want a more formal kind of library resource for this um, for my people. So yeah, with that, the barbell stuff, I would say if you are totally lost, definitely ask a trainer in the gym and say, hey, like I really want to get into, you know, I've been using free weights and stuff and I want to get into a barbell um, with squatting and stuff, can you please show me how to safely set this up, um, so I can do it on my own, and, you know, they'd be happy to do it, and if they don't, either find another trainer, or find another gym, because that's an asshole trainer, (laughs) um, if they're not willing to help you with something simple like that, for free, nah, (laughs) that's not good, okay, um, so yeah, definitely don't be afraid to ask, um, because again, nine times out of ten, most trainers, you know, they love fitness, they're gonna be willing to help you out, um, but yeah, so that, that's the three tiers, the, the, between the free weights, uh, I'm sorry, the machines, the free weights, the cables, preloaded barbell, and then the barbell, those would be kind of the three steps of where I would recommend progressing for strength training. Um, again, this doesn't factor in sets and repetitions, your rest period, um, 
how you structure your workout moves, how you program them. Um, that gets a little bit more in depth, but I did want to just kind of go over that with you. And as you can see, like I said, if you're not comfortable, a trainer um, really can be factored into that equation there. Okay, so yeah, I hope that kind of enlightened you a little bit and maybe cut down on your overwhelm when you go into the free weight area. Um, just know I use all three things, free weights, machines, and the barbell in my workouts now. Um, and I do for most of my clients. And yeah, so if you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave a review and give it five stars. Um, I believe you can still only do it on iTunes at this point. Uh, but it does help me out. It just helps gain exposure so more people can listen. Um, another way you can support is just share this episode. There usually is a little share button where you're listening right now. And you could share it to Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Um, tag me in it. And I will thank you very much. <laughs> um, I also give away my Fit at Home Training Guide, which is a $47 value. Um, for free, if you leave me a review or tag me and, you know, I'll, I'll send that to you. But yeah, that's about it, guys. Until next time, have a great rest of your week, and I will talk to you later. Bye.